Welcome to Daily Reflections, your source of spiritual insight and guidance rooted in the gospel of the day. I invite you to join me on a journey of contemplation and discovery as we unpack the timeless wisdom found within the gospel message of the day. The aim is to provide a space for thoughtful reflection and inspiration, exploring how the teachings of the gospel can illuminate our lives in profound and meaningful ways. Whether you're seeking to deepen your understanding of faith, find comfort in daily struggles, or simply to ponder life's deeper questions, Daily Reflections offers a sacred pause for introspection and growth. Today is Wednesday of the third week of Advent, and we begin with Psalm 24. Let the Lord enter. He is the King of glory. Together, let the Lord enter. He is the King of glory. The Lord's are the earth and its fullness, the world and those who dwell in it. For he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Who can ascend the mountain of the Lord? Or who may stand in his holy place? He whose hands are sinless, whose heart is clean, who desires not what is vain. He shall receive a blessing from the Lord, a reward from God his Savior. Such is the race that seeks for him, that seeks the face of the God of Jacob. Let the Lord enter. He is the King of glory. Together, let the Lord enter. He is the King of glory. Our gospel for today is taken from Luke chapter 1, verse 26 to 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. So as we continue our journey through the season of Advent, we are invited to reflect on the profound encounter between the angel Gabriel and the Virgin Mary. The angel Gabriel's visit to Mary is a, is a pivotal moment in salvation history. Just imagine, in the midst of her quiet life, Mary is suddenly confronted with the extraordinary message that she has been chosen by God to bear his son. 
You see, this encounter between the divine messenger and the humble handmaid of the Lord is a real testament to the unexpected ways in which God works in our lives. As we contemplate this invitation to Mary, we're called to consider the radical nature of Mary's yes to God. And despite her initial confusion and fear, Mary responds with a profound act of faith and surrender. Her fiat, behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord, may it be done to me according to your word, reveals her unwavering trust in the divine plan, even though it brings with it great mystery and uncertainty. In this season of Advent, as we prepare to celebrate the birth of our Savior, this message of Mary's humble acceptance resonates deeply with our own spiritual journeys. Like Mary, we are called to be open to God's unexpected interventions in our lives and to respond with trust and obedience, even when the path ahead seems unclear. Mary's obedient yes is a model for all of us as we navigate the challenges and uncertainties of our own lives. It teaches us that true greatness is found in humility and submission to God's will. Rather than seeking power and control, Mary's example reminds us to embrace a spirit of humility and openness to God's prompting in our lives. Mary's response is also a powerful example of faith in the face of uncertainty. Her willingness to trust in God's plan, despite the potential hardships and trials that lay ahead, inspires us to deepen our own faith and reliance on God's providence. In a world that often demands certainty and control, Mary's trust in God's plan challenges us to let go of our fears and surrender ourselves completely to his will. As we look to Mary's example, we are also reminded of the central message of Advent, the coming of Christ into the world. And through her acceptance of God's will, Mary becomes the vessel through which the long-awaited Messiah enters into human history. Her fiat marks the beginning of God's ultimate act of love and reconciliation with all of humanity. In our own lives, the season of Advent calls us to prepare our hearts to receive Christ anew. And by following Mary's example of openness and obedience, we too can become vessels of, of God's grace and instruments of his love in the world. And just as Mary allowed God to work through her, we are called to let his light shine through us, bringing hope and healing to those around us. And so I pray, may we, like Mary, Embrace God's plan for our lives with humility and trust. And may we carry the light of Christ into the world, bringing hope and joy to all those we encounter. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.